What's going on, you guys? I'm Christy. And I'm Jen. And we are the hosts of the Brunching Back Sunday podcast. Each episode over a new batch of mini waffles, we will sit down with local musicians who are doing extraordinary things in the Long Island music scene. Let's dive in as we are going to spill the tea with some of your favorite bands. Welcome, Welcome to, to Brunching Back, Back Sunday. Like we're here to tell all your friends, we've got your friends this day. This party's only for fake day. This Welcome to our first episode of Brunching Back Sunday. Today we are serving buttermilk chocolate chip mini waffles with all five incredibly talented female kids from the Warp Tour band. They have been touring all over Long Island and beyond to bring live emo pop punk covers to our favorite Long Island venues and beyond. Thanks so much for hanging with us today, you guys. Thanks for having us. So how did everybody meet? Really funny story Great. is how Anthony Hi. met Steve. Let's start from <laughs> yeah. the very beginning. Uh, yeah, because this, yeah. this is my favorite part. This is oh, yeah. So I came across uh, Steve's uh, original band in high school called Final Attempt, and I tried out for it, and I didn't make the cut because <laughs> I came in and I, I kind of reviewed the five-song EP five. that I got from, uh, I think, his bass player, and I started learning some of the lyrics and stuff and the words of the tracks and everything. So he came up to me because he, he was the guy on the drum kit at the time, and he's like, don't sing it that way. And I was like, <laughs> sing it. Sounds right. Like what way? And he's like, like that. Like Never sing that song that way again. And then he just like walked Savage. up to me and I was like, well, you, I'm definitely not making it into this Tell band. So. Yeah. That was you? Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. Steve um, trying to control something? Oh my God. <laughs> I'm shocked. So yeah, <laughs> years later, um, I'm in the same basement. I don't realize where I am. And I'm just like, one day I'm just like, this place like feels familiar, and I feel like I've been here before. You actually blocked it out of your memory. Yeah. yeah, and then you saw the final attempt. Yeah, and then I was just like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, you're Steve from Final Attempt. You're Nick. Yeah. I met Lou, and I met Nick uh, through a mutual friend um, that I was working with. Uh, uh, that said that there was a band that needed an available spot for a lead singer, so I tried out with uh, my bass player John or their bass player John Stevens at the time and he liked me and he sent a couple of the tracks that we recorded together to Lou I met the whole band and you know through like you know pretty much a mutual agreement um uh I got in and I started playing with we know talent when we see it yeah so unlike final attempt he was a little older by then right yeah I mean it's true that we did meet Nick and me, Nick, Steve met on Craigslist. Yeah. We have both had ads out for the Blink-182 tribute band. I saw both of them, and I messaged both of them. One yeah. said, bass player looking for to start a Blink-182 tribute band. Right above him, drummer looking to start a Blink-182 tribute band. Perfect. That's great. So I emailed them both. I'm like, do you guys know about each other? And five years later, Lou messaged me. I was like, like yeah, you want to try again? I'm, I'm better, better now. <laughs> <laughs> and we got together. And he still was not better. He still was not <laughs> But I trained him for a full year before we played our first show. Well, you were like the Mr. Miyagi of, uh, you yeah. know. Yeah. Nice. How do we meet so, Gary? I, I played in um, I played in an original band with Timmy Diaz from uh, Disney. Yep. He played in uh, Me the Enemy. And yes! I, re I replaced I replaced their bass player who used to play with you guys, Craig. Craig used to play with Still Life. So it's like this whole big web of people. 
it's about time that I came clean with you. I'm no longer fine. I'm no longer running smooth. I thought that I found myself under something new. Just one more line. I repeat over and over again till I'm blue in the face with this choking regret As I talk in circles around you on my bed I can't say I blame you one bit when you kept it all inside When you left that night It's about time that I came clean with you, I'm no longer fun. And so far from interesting, I thought that I found myself under something new. Just one more line to keep me sleeping loudly and cold in the shame with a shameful regret. I talk in tongues to myself in my bed I can't say I blame you one bit when you kept it all inside When you left that night And all that fallen fell like mercury to hell Somehow we lost our heads for the last time. country's not popular enough, unfortunately. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually like it. Yeah. Like, yeah I mean, you don't like it. Yeah. No, that's awesome. It's coming up on the age of where the people, a bulk of the people that liked it, it's coming, they're, they're growing out of like, you know, being able to see those bands on tour yeah. again. So, you know. To yeah, but ready? This is, this is where it's different, right? And I'm going to give you the perfect example. I never identified like, think about before 2010, music was maybe like five, six genres. It was like, you know, R&B, rap, rock. Like, yeah. now there's like 80 million subgenres and everything like that. So, like, all, like this revival is now has like emo behind it. When I was listening to it, and I'm sure all you guys were listening to it growing up, it was just music we liked. Yes, it so. wasn't like we associated it to a specific genre, but now being in 2022... You get your Spotify wrap up, and you're like, "Oh, apparently I like Streamo, whatever Streamo." Yeah. Is. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's like, there's like 80 different like million genres. So like Gary said, like we just like the music, right. and it happened to fall into this emo. I could totally tell that you guys dig it because you're having a blast up there, and you just fill the room with so much happiness. Because some of the bands that you play and cover aren't really touring much anymore. So it gives the fans an opportunity to like sing along to their favorite songs and there's nothing like live music, you know. The biggest thing we get back is like, oh my God, we bring it back to my 
high school days or college yeah. days. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely a nostalgia. Uh, I've already, I, I don't attempt it too often, but I've attempted to like crowd surf like maybe like two or three times at the shows and nobody's dropped me yet. So that's, uh, <laughs> no, it's, it's actually the response to it is really awesome and I, I couldn't ask for anything more. It's really cool. I thought the Vanderbilt was a really fun show. That was um, a really fun time. Record breaking. That's mm -hmm. It was like one of the, the one of the first times we played outside. Yeah. Our first show, curtains open and there's over a thousand people like that came. Yeah, that was, for the first time. They didn't have a video, didn't have a promo video. They didn't people know what the fuck to expect. And we yeah, started yeah, you know it, 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 you can't you can't ask for a better we first show. Yeah. yeah, that was an amazing first show. And it, I've never seen Mulcahy's number one so crowded, and then I was able to play on stage. So I'll, I don't think I, I mean, a lot of great moments, but I don't think I have anything a little bit over top. When that curtain opened, a packed Mulcahy's, it doesn't get much better than that. That must be show. like an indescribable feeling. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Our all, all inclusive goal from the day we started, like, yo, we got to play Mulcahy's. And I, I don't think anything else matters. Like, we got, what, what can we do to play Mulcahy's? You know, anything to, and then it happened, and here we are playing 100 shows at Mulcahy's. Yeah, later. well, fast forward to now. What happened recently? Didn't you guys get, like, a pretty decent, like, really awesome accomplishment? Made the, made the wall of fame of yeah. Mulcahy's. Yeah. Like, side, side note, pre-up to it, like, Lou and myself especially, and I know that Gary, too, and I'm sure Anthony, too, but, like, mm -hmm. obviously we didn't. Like, we didn't know Anthony for as long as he was in, like, the local music scene. We've eaten a lot of shit. Like, we've played a lot of, like, really shitty bars with literally nobody. Me and Lou, before Anthony was in the band, they literally told us to stop playing because they wanted to close the bar because there was no one in there now. So now, like, just having people come, like, every gig we play now, like, even if it's not no one, like, there's still people coming to every gig so that's like that makes every gig memorable for me but stereo garden because i thought that that was going to be a tiny little restaurant i had no idea <laughs> that that was the old. nick asked you the no, i had no i had no idea it was the old emporium i had no clue so i like walked in and i'm like oh shit like, like this, this is the emporium <laughs> yeah, like this is the old emporium i'm like so like i guess that like up the wow factor for me because i've seen like some pretty yeah, definitely that whole weekend so, that like, that's was, like, what you remember from that show what walking into stereo garden being like holy yeah. shit this is the emporium yeah that's what i remember from that show Oh, that, was the best. <laughs> that actually was the best. Wait, wait, okay. <laughs> I take mine back. Yeah. Nick throwing a stick at Steve. What did you do? Well, what did you do to deserve a stick getting thrown? I don't remember. Oh, it's because I looked at you at the end to do a big finish. You got pissed off and you threw your stick at me. Yeah. Really? Well, it's, it's, the it's, it's, all, it's all coming back to me. I'm not going to ruffle any feathers. Steve, Steve always wants Nick to like, you know, do a big ending. Okay. And I guess Nick didn't want to do a big ending. And like, Steve got mad, so Nick threw his stick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, he got mad. Oh, my God. No, because we already know, because I think it was after the encore. I think oh. we already did a big ending. And then you wanted another big ending, and I'm like, why are we doing another big ending? And I was just tired, no, so no, I apologize for throwing a stick at you. Blink, Blink was the one who didn't do a big ending, so then for Warp, the backstage, I told him, do a big ending at the end. <laughs> and then, I the big ending him. was the sick thing. I was going to say, it's like, I'll do a big ending, all right. Not one of my finest moments. Then he felt bad, and he came up and hugged me. Said he loved me. See?
What is the creative process in terms of like? Well, we find other people's songs and we play. Them. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we look. We Impressive. look at the top. We look Thanks at the top songs. Thanks for joining us today, we'll guys. That's streets. all we have. It's a tour band. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> keep it successful. Go to their Spotify and figure out what the top songs are. Well, there's so. Well, oh, okay. So that's how you do it. I mean, originally back in the day, we were just like, like, hey, we want to play a yellow card song. We would always just look at you know, know. the you most popular ones. Songs. Keep working. Yeah, yeah. The mo- most of the masses. As much as we'd love to play like deep cuts and our yeah. favorite songs. You call those crowd killers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you authenticate like performance of the song. So there's certain mannerisms that you learn from like the 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 artists like mannerisms on stage and the way they move and how they would operate during the song so you research it with a whole bunch of videos if you're not familiar with it and you try to mimic that or if like you know you run into situations where there'll be like a track like uh hawthorne heights uh ohio is for lovers it kind of just like fades out so there's no real good way to end it so um me, Gary, Lou, and Steve were sitting there, and we came up with the gimmick where we were going to end it, where we're all singing a cappella, I guess, uh, all together to end the song. And it just makes the song hit on stage so much better. So, I, you know, instead of just, like, ending it wherever. And I don't even remember how they actually ended that, I don't know how they ended <laughs> on stage. Yeah, I really don't know how they ended on stage. But it was like, it's you got to, like, be innovative in that creative aspect to make sure that you can make the song interesting when you're performing it live. But also, like, adhere to the what makes the song. But you know what? That's a, a testament to just how professional you guys are because not only are you thinking about, okay, like, what songs are popular, but also how can we make it our own and what's the audience going to like. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot that goes into it, and you guys do a really good job of, like, meshing all those things together. So, it's, yeah, I mean, we try. Yeah, I mean, we are, are all former writing musicians so we've written songs for years and put songs together from scratch so you know we start with a song that we're going to cover and learn it and you know i mean we don't go off the tangent or the beaten path too much but uh break a name we're always sleeping in and sleeping for the wrong team. We're going down, down, nearly around. Sugar, we're going down, swinging. I'll be your number one with a bullet. A loaded guy complex, cock it and bullet. I'm going down, down, nearly around. Sugar, we're going down, swinging. I'll be your number one with a bullet. A loaded guy complex, cock it and bullet. selection of maple syrup. <laughs> Is this more than you bargain for? Get I don't money. I'm watching you do from the closet, wishing to be the friction in your jeans. Isn't it messed up how I'm just dying to be him? I'm just a notch in your bedpost, but you're just a line in a song. Notch in your bedpost, but you're just a line in a song. Break a name. We're always sleeping in and sleeping for the wrong team. I'm going down, down, nearly 
I'll be your number one with a bullet. A bullet got complex, got good and bullet. I'm going downtown, is it really around? Sugar, we're going down swinging. I'll be your number one with a bullet. A bullet got complex, got good and bullet. Downtown, is it really around? Sugar, we're going down swinging. I'll be your number one with a bullet. A motor car complex, cock it and bullet. I'm going down, damn it, it's really around. Sugar, we're going down swinging. I'll be your number one with a bullet. So for those that don't already follow you, where can we find you? But um, you go, you go to the Warped Tour Band Instagram. There's a link tree that brings you to another list of links that is other yeah well that's helpful though i feel like a lot of people like don't realize that you have other like there's more shows in that link right than are mm -hmm. in your all bio sometimes there, yes. yeah so all the shows that are publicly announced yeah. no. we got 200 more shows that you don't even know about you don't even know about, you don't even know about. <laughs> we got a life schedule we treat every show to you like it's our <laughs> I know about them. So she's about to get weird What's the best piece of advice you can give to up and coming musicians? Yeah, be good at your instrument. Get really good at your instrument and everything else will come. Yeah, That's really. all I can say. Practice. If you don't practice, like you're not just gonna get booked at Mulcahy's. Like you need to practice, you need to be good at your instrument, you need to be good at what you do, and you, you can't lie to yourself. Like you need to be good at what you do. And you that's just how it is. You gotta spend money. I yeah. mean to stand out right now, whether it's cover band, original band. Beforehand. It takes a lot of work. Like it's not like you just wake up and like start like a band. Like it takes work. a lot of work. A lot of people too. When you're not, when you're not even look, when people aren't even looking. So like just yeah. starting to do that work, and that's the biggest thing. Yep. I I have um I have I a couple of people, people behind me just personally that if I didn't have them around me, then I probably wouldn't be able to do this. Don't rock. Yeah. <laughs> at all. But to anybody who's starting a new cover band, know that it took us four to five years to get to where we are today. Like Lou said, this did not happen overnight. So for anybody who's just starting a cover band, patience is key. Don't get discouraged. Thank you for hanging with us. Check us out on Instagram at Brunching Back Sunday Podcast. Until brunch time.